This is Office Hours with the Practical Prop and Friends with me, Dr. Santo D. Marabella, your workplace advisor and teacher. Hello and welcome to Office Hours with the Practical Prop and Friends. Um, this has been an, a really awesome way to reconnect with people. And as you probably noticed from past episodes, sometimes it's a while back, but this is uh, particularly fun. Um, my guest today is Landon Eccles, and Landon is a co-founder along with his wife, Kat, right? Yep. Of, and he and Landon is the CEO of Clean Juice. So here's the thing. I know he's a, um, he was a student back in 2007 at good old Moravian, which is now a university. Wow. Um, but, you know, I, I love following what, what alum are doing. And... So we've been following on the LinkedIn, I guess. And I'm like, this is incredible stuff that this guy's doing. And it doesn't surprise me, but it was really, really cool to see this. So I thought this would be a fun episode because, you know, healthcare and health, healthy and wellness and all these things that we try to really commit to, um, <laughs> you know, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. I've been on the proverbial eating better diet, uh, as, as many people have. And sometimes, but you know, every day is a new beginning, right? But I am really excited. So let me just um, welcome Landon to the uh, program. And thanks for being here. Hey, Dr. Melaba, thank you so much for having me. It's hard to not call you that because that's what I called I, you in college. So you asked me to call you Santos. So yes, I'll Santa do that. Fine. Fine. I'll go back and <laughs> forth. That's on me. <laughs> yeah, no worries. No worries. So tell us a little bit about the the business. Um, this is, uh, and I got to tell you, I uh, went down to Collegeville and ha- had the pleasure of having a, um, a bite to eat and a drink at you're uh, at one of the stores down in Collegeville. Amazing. Uh, so it, was, cool. it was great. But for, let you let me uh, tell us all about it. Yeah. So, well, first of all, I appreciate you stopping by um, that. Uh, those I have three locate or four locations up there in kind of the Philadelphia suburb market. Um, and three of them are owned by our franchisees, the Manchesters, and they're just amazing franchisees. And um, it, it's really cool that you stopped by and got to experience the brand. But uh, when Kat and I first got started, you know, we we really wanted to do something that we both really believed in, um, first and foremost. And what was cool about it, about what we wanted to do is that we really wanted to combine forces as, you know, married entrepreneurs. And her background is in health and wellness. And uh, she attended Moravian as well. And then she went on to become a certified health coach and just very passionate about eating clean and organic. Uh, my career was more in commercial real estate development and fundraising uh, and sales. And so what was nice about what we wanted to do is that it really married uh, the skills that each one of us had. And, you know, we were able to come together and create something that was pretty cool. So we started out back in 2014. We actually moved from uh, Westchester, Philadelphia area down to Charlotte. We had family in this area and just absolutely loved it, wanted to uh, just live in Charlotte at some point, but never really had the opportunity to until we were creating our own business so we could open wherever we wanted to. So we moved down to Charlotte um, and we opened our first store with the belief that, you know, we just wanted to provide something that was truly healthy, something that was organic and something that the community could really rally around in a lot of different ways. And so 
that's how we got started back in. We, we moved in 14 and then we, we opened uh, in the summer of 2015, our first location. And um, so this is unbelievable. Seven years, you're up to 100 locations, right? Yeah, we just opened our 110th store and we have 65 <laughs> more in development. My goodness, that's amazing. That is so cool. Well, let me let me just tell our listeners a little bit about the experience. So <clears throat> I tried to find the closest one, which was turned out to be in the Providence, uh, this beautiful shopping, outdoor shopping plaza. Uh, Raphael, the dog, and I went down and I called and said, you know, I can't come in because I got a dog. And, uh, they said, oh, well, no problem. Just use the app and then we'll bring it out to you. I'm like, okay. So I downloaded the app. Really cool tech. On the app, the app, I'm surprised the app just doesn't bring you, your food out to you. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> so got the food. I ordered a smoothie, uh, the energy one, and I, um, I'm not doing too many carbs. So I got this uh, Cali wrap, but I had it without the, uh, without the wrap part. Um, but here's the thing. This is really interesting. And in these days when health and people's uh, allergens and all kinds of sensitivities. So I ordered the gluten-free. And when they brought it out, they said, we're sorry, we ran out. Um, do you have any allergies? And I said, oh, you know, that's really cool. Thank you for doing that because, well, I don't, I'm not uh, celiac, so I do have a sensitivity and I'd prefer not to. She took, so I said, just, you know, uh, put it in the bowl, we'll be fine. But, you know, that small little thing, and besides being really friendly, uh, and then uh, Rafi got a, a bowl of water, um, that's, that's really important these days. So, you know, I, was, I felt like undercover, you know, undercover boss guy, um, because <laughs> I didn't say anything. But, you know, it was a really good experience and delicious. I mean, okay, so we're in Reading. We're not that far away. <laughs> we, need a, we need one of those new developing stores to be around here. But it was a great experience. So what was the biggest challenge in starting it? You know, I appreciate you sharing that. And I'll, I'll get to the experience and why, you know, I really think that that differentiates us. And I'm so glad you had that experience. You know, we don't claim to be perfect and we're going to run out of stuff, but we want to treat the ultimately treat the, the guest with a lot of love. And it sounds like that was your experience. So I'm, Absolutely. I'm you know, really glad to hear that. Um, you know, I would say... I get asked this question a lot, and I would say the biggest challenge is not a challenge in of itself, but it's saying yes and making the commitment, right? And starting. I think that so many times as entrepreneurs or people who are thinking about a business, it's this constant kind of background noise in the back of the head, and it's the things we, we always think about. And then, you know, maybe we start to put a business plan together and we start to do some of this stuff. But my business today, is wildly different than what I thought it was going to be three years ago from what I thought it was going to be three years before that, right? So the business has constantly changed. Um, but if I didn't just say yes and just go and start, uh, we would never be here, right? So I think that just starting and actually taking that leap of faith, if you will, right? And trusting yeah. that you're on the right path and that you're following, you know, what you should be following and doing. Um, I've found that so many times that people just, they get so caught up in the details and they get so caught up in creating, well, I know I need to know exactly, you know, what it's going to be and plan it and, and all that stuff's important. But if you don't take that first step, you'll never start walking. And I would just say that was the biggest thing for me. Yeah, that, 
it's really good um good wisdom good insights because you know I'm, I'm doing some things on the side in theater and film and you know the chances of of something selling is uh you know whatever low 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 percent but the chance of something selling if i don't put anything out there is zero that's right <laughs> <laughs> so so I'll take my 3% chance. It's yeah. way better than zero. Yeah, Absolutely. good for you. Good for you. It's uh, and it's also not listening to that inauthentic voice. There's a I believe we have an authentic voice, but then I believe that there's this inauthentic one that's much louder than the authentic voice. And that's the one that says you can't do this. Who do you think you are? Why would you try to do this? You'll never make it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so you kind of have to block that voice out. A hundred percent. Absolutely. And, you know, it's that that loud voice sometimes that you hear, you know, in the back of your head that says, you know, you're going to fail, you're going to lose your money. Uh, it's never going to work. You're going to be laughed at, etc. You know, I believe that, you know, that voice is is not a good voice. Right. That's an evil voice. And it's one <laughs> that creates self-doubt. Right. And it's yeah. that's it's the whisper behind it. Um you know, that says, oh, no, you are good enough and this is your path and you are very talented in this thing and you need to go for it. It's it's the one that's not as loud, but it feels better and it feels, you know, it like it's more like you said, authentic. That's the one that we need to listen to. Yeah, definitely. Look, this is, you know, this this the industry that you chose seven years ago. It's not a surprise that it's, you know, it's a booming industry. I get that. Um but what what do you think makes and you talked a little bit about this, but what do you think makes clean juice stand out? Because there are so many choices and there's a lot of established um healthy, organic kinds of food places, you know, that we've been around since I'm a kid in, in the malls. So when Kat and I first started, we actually did a lot of research and we looked around in the category and some of the brands that you know of, the big brands that have, you know, a thousand stores, um, we thought that that they just, I, I hate to talk about them and more about what we do, but it just, we looked at them because the most of them are franchise opportunities, right? And we thought about, hey, maybe we'll even buy one of these franchises and open it up here. Um, but we couldn't align and we couldn't get behind some of the stuff that they were serving, some of the ingredients that they were using. Um, we felt like there was honestly just a lot of trickery in the industry and we just it just didn't sit right with us. And what we wanted to do is we wanted to put a menu item up on our menu board. And if we told you it was going to be strawberries, banana, almond milk, spinach and almond butter, that that was going to be it. Right. That was all that was going to be in the in the menu item. And unfortunately, right. with a lot of our competitors that are out there, they're saying those things. But then they're also putting 10 tablespoons of sugar into the smoothie and not telling you. Right. And so we never wanted to do that. We feel like if people are choosing to go to a juice bar or, you know, a healthy cafe that they're making a health conscious decision, why wouldn't we give them exactly what they want in a really uh, transparent and trusting way? And so for us from day one, we started serving organic uh, produce and we started sourcing uh, organic materials to make all of our uh, to make all of our products, we actually became uh, a USDA certified organic concept. And we were actually the first to franchise a, a USDA organic concept. And now we're the first to have a nationally um, um, uh, categorized USDA organic restaurant. And so there are some mar there are some marketing tricks that, you know, some other companies use. But for mm -hmm. us, 
the reason that we became certified organic is because we have to buy the best ingredients for our guests um, unless it's literally not available in the United States or there's a shortage or it's out or something. And if that happens, then uh, we have a transparency board that tells our guests, hey, today our you know avocados couldn't come in organically because there was a shortage, uh, but everything else is organic. And so it, you know, it really... Um, it's all about transparency for us. We want to serve something that's truly healthy. We've never added sugar to one of our drinks and we never will. Um, and that's just part of what we do. And I just think the people really, once they come into a clean juice and understand what we do, there's that inherent trust. And we feel like if we can build trust, uh, we can build a good business. And so that's, that's what we set out to do. Well, and that's a lot more than transparency. There's a lot of integrity behind what you just described. Yeah. Um, I, I worry that uh, the graduates that we prepare, you know, go out and I'm not real proud of the world we're turning over to them. Um, We being my generation and my, you know, older folks generation, Um, because that work ethic that was there, my grandparents and my parents, we lost that somehow. And I think there's a lot of hope. You know, I keep telling our, our students, just get done and get out of here and take over the world. <laughs> because, you know, there won't be any problems with diversity. There won't be any problems with racism. And there won't be any problems with integrity because it'll be there. Yeah. You know, um, so, you know, 110 stores in seven years. Wow. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> and what's the key here? What's what's the big factor that uh, you attribute to success? You know, I think it's a couple things. It's a couple tangible things and it's a couple intangible things. And I'll talk about the tangible things first. Sure. Um, I think it's the product. You know, I think that in today's market, kind of like what you were saying, we are transparent. I believe our, our the integrity of our products is high, but I also believe that guests are just becoming more educated, right? They're doing their research about what's going into their food. There's so many documentaries around companies that are doing things the wrong way, and we want to be an example of a company doing stuff the right way, right? And so the integrity piece, the transparency piece, and you know, we always wanted to do what we said we were going to do. So it's, it's the product that we serve, number one. I've always told my team, literally from the first smoothie we ever served, we can serve the best product in the world, but if it's not done with love and kindness every single time, we're failing. Um, I just believe that guests expect that, right? Everyone knows what the Chick-fil-A experience is because they've had a probably had a good experience there. And so, you know, I just believe that an experience and you know, letting the guests know that they're appreciated and that, you know, like I said, we're not going to be perfect, but we're going to go out of our way to do the right thing um, is what we train our franchise owners on. It's what we train our general managers on. And, you know, again, that part of it's not going to be perfect, but that's that's woven into the fabric of our business. And so it's going to be there more than than it's not. And so it's got to be a great experience for the guest. Um, and then, you know, it's got to be in a quick service type of a setting. And so if a guest comes in, we got to value their time. And that's another one of our of our core values. So we try to serve a great product. We try to do it in a loving way and we try to really value their time. And those are the really tangible things. Um, the intangible things, I believe, you know, and it's part of just kind of how we got started was um, when we started this business, we did it out of wanting to create something that was, again, high integrity, great product. Um, but, you know, I would say my careers before that probably weren't that they probably weren't really aligned with that. Not that I was didn't have integrity, but, you know, mm-hmm. I just really 
kind of had to take a look in, in the mirror and, and decide, you know, what do I want to do? Do I want to do the right thing? And can I build a business out of it? And so that was the path that I was on. And, you know, I also, our, our mission statement is, is actually from the Bible. It's three, John one, two, dear friends, I hope all is well with you and that you're as healthy in bodies. You are strong in spirit. And we wanted to create something that really, um, enabled our guests to feel that. And so I would say for us, that was the intangible piece. It's the belief. It's, you know, the fact that we believe we are helping people, not just from a health and wellness standpoint, but, you know, we just care a lot about our guests and we think that they feel that. And so, you know, I know that was kind of a big answer to your question, but, you know, I think that there has to be a tangible piece and then an intangible piece. And for us, the tangible, the intangible piece is just the belief in the mission and the, the care that we have for our guests. And so um, I think that that has to be there. Yeah, that that struck me. Um, and you just kind of underscored the sense that I get from reading on the website, from meeting some people there, from hearing you talk now is kind of confirming. I'll, I'll, t- I'll t- talk to us a little bit to the audience. There's uh, a notion we call workplace spirituality, which isn't new, but I'd say in the last 20 years, it's been maybe repopularized again in a different way or reconceived. It's, um, it describes a culture that has community where, you know, you feel like you're part of something, describes a culture that you feel like you're doing meaningful work and one in which you can bring your whole self to work, whoever you are, whatever you are. And so, you know, when I read this tag, healthy body and strong spirit, you know, it, it, can, it kind of suggested to me that this isn't just physical health. And, you know, from what you've said now, to also, I get it. it um, that's, that's courageous. Um, <laughs> in today's world, to talk about love and kindness in business, um, it shouldn't be courageous, but it is. It, it shouldn't assume that it's going to go any one particular way, religious, religion-wise, because that's not what spirituality is about, nor is it that's what it's about in the workplace. So. I, I just wanted you to know that, you know, besides being proud of you for all the great stuff you're doing, I really commend you and Kat for taking this to that level where you're being who you are in life and you're making sure that that's consistent. We used to say you have to at work. We used to say you're one person in, at work and one person at home. And I, I've, I've always rejected that. And I've said that, you know, it's based on, I think it's a Bill George article on and the authenticity, he goes, you should be the same person in every room in the house. It's like, oh, you mean, <laughs> how does that work? So good for you. That's that's kind of my long-winded, I wanted to say you're great about that. <laughs> I appreciate that. And, you know, I, back in Moravian College, I took a lot of classes. But one that I really remembered and one that really stuck with me was yours. And we talked about these things. And we talked a lot about integrity, you know, and um, I sat there and, you know, if I'm being completely honest, I probably, you know, I made a lot of mistakes in college. I partied too much. I did, you know, I did, you know, what hopefully college students are learning they shouldn't do these days. But anyhow, you know, but I remembered I remembered the class and I remembered talking about this stuff. And I agree with you, like how can we not be who we are in every part of our lives? Like I am who I am. And, you know, I'm, 
I'm not, I'm not a jerk about it, but I am unapologetic to who I am. And so, you know, I try to show up as a great father, as a great husband, as a great business leader. Um, and, you know, for me, it's like, I don't change who I am. I just try to show up for the best, you know, as the best version of myself. And so, you know, we wanted to flip that whole notion on its head. Like you, like you said, just about, well, you got to be one way here and you got to be one way there. It's like, no, it's like, I am who I am. And I want to surround myself with people who believe in changing the world, who believe in love and kindness, who believe, you know, that we can make a difference. And I believe that employees, even starting out at 16 years old that, you know, are making nine, 10 bucks an hour, like just, just because they're entry level doesn't mean they can't care about their work too. And there, we have so many stories of guests that come into our stores who, you know, have lost weight or have juiced their way through, you know, chemotherapy. I mean, just so many things that are just super impactful. And the store, the, the, the employees at the stores, they participate in that. They're like, I served that guy that juice. That was really cool. And like, it's a feeling that they have. And it's, you know, it's pretty amazing. Um, we don't have to be the leaders of our company to, to change, you know, somebody's day or to, you know, to make an impact or to be a leader. Um, you know, it can happen every single day at the store level. And we, we talk to our employees about that. We want them to feel like they're, they're making impact because they really are. This is Office Hours with the Practical Prop and Friends. I'm your host, Dr. Santo D. Marabella. And my guest today is Landon Eccles. And Landon is co-founder along with his wife, Kat. And he is the CEO of Clean Juice. You know, you talked about um, leadership at every level. That's what I got from what you just said, that you don't have to have a position of leadership to be a leader. Gosh, come to my classes and make that statement. Because I really believe that some people still think that it's unattainable, that they don't have the stuff. They weren't born with it. And as we know... It doesn't matter how you're born. It matters how you use what you've got. Um, What kinds of things help employees feel like they can, you know, be the person who can be a leader in their own in their own way? I think that helping others, right, Um, not walking over a problem, doing something where if somebody never even sees you do it, you're going to do it anyway because, you know, it's the right thing to do. Um, it's that type of stuff that creates really, really strong leaders. When we first started, uh, Santa, I was in our store with one of our employees and she was, I mean, she was literally 18 years old at the the time. And Mm -hmm. she said to me, um, she said, look, this business is amazing and I believe it's going to grow, but if it's ever very hard, it's probably not the right way. But if it's ever feels really easy, that's probably the right way to go. And, and, and it was funny two things here. I I heard that and I thought about it from such a technical standpoint. I was like, oh, like if it's really hard work and, you know, if it doesn't make sense, you know, on a spreadsheet, then it's not going to work. That's not what at all what she meant. She meant in my heart, right? Like if it felt easy and the right path to open a store over here, like if it felt right in my spirit, then it was going to work. And that's what she was trying to tell me. So that's part one. Part two is like, this girl's 18 years old and she has the courage to have that type of a conversation with me. And at that point, again, only had one store, but I was the owner of the store, right? I was the manager of the store. And, you know, it probably took some courage for her to step out and to give me that wisdom, but she did it. And she was a, you know, she was a, a juicerista, right? One of our, our employees, 
employees that, that makes product. And so, but she had the courage to just have that conversation with me. And I appreciated that so much. And I'll literally never forget that conversation. Um, and had she held back or not talked to me because she quote, didn't have a leadership position, I would have never gotten that fruit from her. And so, you know, I'm just grateful that she had that opportunity. So again, it's just, you know, stepping up, um, having some courage and uh, having, again, integrity is the number one foundation from my perspective, what a great leader is. And so from day one, you can have integrity and be a leader in any organization that you're in. That's great. And, you know, here it is seven years later and you still remember that. So that must have been so impactful. Does she know that? She does. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. I've That's seen really cool. with her. She's gone on to become a mother and she's just an amazing person. But yeah, she's, uh, she's awesome. So I'm looking at the website. I looked at, oh, I can't remember where I found this this video. You have to, listeners, you've got to go to the website, cleanjuice.com. You, you know, the, just the energy that's produced on the website. I was watching, the, I guess it was the opening of the 100th store when you relocated your um, your headquarters, right, to Barnell. Is it Barnell Square? Barn something Barnell. Brookdale Landing. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I do my research. I just don't have a brain of memory. <laughs> um, but the energy on this video is a short video. It's a fun video. And it's like, I, I want to be a part of this, you know, and anybody who would watch this and not be moved to, to say that this is good juju, good energy, good, yeah. you know, and we need that. I mean, not just uh, not well for so many reasons. Um, where we are in the world and where we are in the country. And we just, people just need good energy and they deserve good energy. And I think you got it because um, I'm looking 2018 grand prize winner of the next gen franchising uh, named fifth fastest growing franchise, top 100 fastest growing franchises, 2018 CBJ women in business. All this stuff. This, you know, they don't just give these out for uh, for looks, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and not even just for sales, too. I mean, you know, this is this is good stuff. So, uh, I get that. You know, opening more stores that's that's nice. But what's what's next for for you folks? What do you want to? What's your vision? What does this look like in I don't know five years? Um. Great question. A couple of things I would say is that obviously, you know, we're going to continue to open stores. We're going to continue to, to bring in great franchise partners, find them great locations and open up in wonderful communities. Um, we want to keep expanding the menu. So when Kat and I first started the business, obviously the name is Clean Juice, right? So you would think that we serve juice, but we serve a lot more than that. And when we started, it was juices, smoothies and acai bowls. But since then, we've launched avocado toast, we've launched wraps, we've launched sandwiches, we've launched salads. So we wanted to serve just more items that are, again, organic and healthy and fast and fresh. Uh, but we want to serve, you know, we want to serve more people. We want to serve more guests. And so that's that's our goal, not just open more stores, but serve more guests per store. We want to bring in and, and, you know, hopefully make a positive impact on more people. And that's our goal. Um, so that's number one. Uh, number two, it's kind of cool that we're doing this podcast today, and I'm not sure when it'll come out. But today, uh, which is July 20th, uh, 2021, we announced a big partnership with Tim Tebow. And so Tim Tebow is now a brand ambassador of ours. 
you know, nice. he's, been, he's been amazing. He's just super passionate about what he's passionate about. He's very authentic and he's very him. Uh, I've met with him a dozen times and, you know, he is exactly who you would think he is. Um, and he cares a lot about health and wellness. He cares a lot about what he eats and he cares a lot about helping people to become the best versions of themselves. And so, you know, I could go on and on about why it makes sense to partner with our brand, but he's been awesome. And we just, that's we just, exciting. Yeah. We just announced that today. And then, you know, I would say, um, any, any business, uh, that grows, it grows because it has amazing people. And so we just want to continue to bring in amazing people, bring in the next generation of leaders, uh, into our organization. Our organization continues to grow at every level. And so, um, you know, I'm a big part of hiring. I really enjoy the hiring process and, and just getting to know people's hearts for why they do what they do. And so, you know, I'd say that if we don't have people, we don't have a, a business. Um, and so keep bringing in amazing, incredible folks. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Um, how do you, if I don't even know if you'd have time, but how would you like clean juice to be seen in the community? I mean, you, you've got all the right ingredients, um, pun intended, for <laughs> just being a, a natural, <laughs> here I go with the word, natural um, leader <laughs> in, communi- in communities. And, you know, how are you, are you able to encourage your employees to get involved? Are you able to, as you know, I know in a growth stage like this, it's hard to concentrate on anything else but business, but it just seems like such a natural thing. And, you know, my background with not-for-profits and community, I'm always thinking about that. And I just see such a natural um, partnership. So we have a passion for children here at Clean Juice. Um, You know, my wife and I have five kids. Uh, We just are super involved in our kids' schools. Like we just, we love on kids. And again, we believe in the next generation. I believe that's why you do what you do, right? It's like we believe in empowering and making the world a better place than the one that we inherited. You know, we inherently believe that. And so we have a foundation called Quarters for Kids where we ask every guest that comes in, hey, would you like to donate a quarter, like literally 25 cents to to a child in need? And so we use those funds to do amazing things hyper-locally in many of the communities that we serve. We also have a national, uh, a couple national initiatives um, where we're able to literally save kids out of trafficking to, you know, helping kids that have congenital heart issues. I mean, it's really cool what we've been able to do. And now that we serve millions of guests a year, we're able to build funds to, you know, give back to the communities that we serve. And so uh, that's something that I'm really passionate about. It's something that my wife spends probably the majority of her time on at this point uh, is our Quarter for Kids Foundation. And uh, man, I could just choke up, uh, you know, just thinking about how amazing that's been and how God has blessed us, you know, with that opportunity. So. Yeah, I kind of knew about that. I was I was figuring out how to work that into our conversation because I saw it on the app. I'm like, this is great. This is great. Yeah. You've thought yeah. of everything. Yeah, well, you, you were maybe partying, but you were sure listening too. <laughs> to a bunch of us up there. I'm always going to get at multitasking. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, Landon, thank you so much um, for for being with us and for um, for all you're doing to to really contribute to making this world of a uh, much better place to to live, to be, to to work. Um, thanks, I appreciate it. Thanks for thanks for allowing me the opportunity to come on the show. And um, you know, thank you for what you do. I mean, seriously, you made an impact in my life. Uh, 
gosh, I don't think either one of us want to admit it, but you know, 15, 16, 17 years ago, uh, <laughs> yep. you know, and so I just appreciate you and uh, just know that what you're doing is making impact and, you know, and helping for change as well. So I appreciate you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And uh, my best to Kat and your family and all your uh, team. Um, this has been Office Hours with the Practical Prop and Friends. And my friend today has been Landon Eccles, who is the co-founder, along with his wife, Kat, of Clean Juice and serves as its CEO. Check him out on cleanjuice.com. Read their story because it's a great way to, you know, Today, um, customers really want to believe in the, the places they buy and purchase and deal, do business with. They want to, they want to know what their story is and they want to know that it's, that they're good people behind it. And, uh, I gotta tell you, they're good people behind this. So, uh, find a place in your locale that you can go visit them in person or check on their, uh, website and they'll surely have a, I saw their locator, right? A store locator. Yep. Well, good. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. This has been Office Hours with the Practical Prof and Friends, a production of Marabella Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Practical Prof, and Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at The Practical Prof. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved.